Welcome to the Heal and Expand podcast. I'm your host, Yaro K. Buchans, clinically trained therapist, healing artist, and leadership mentor. In my world, healing is the gateway to expansion and your personal power is gold. Join me on a journey through the holy trinity of healing, psychological, spiritual, and somatic, using a combination of storytelling, psychoeducation, and ancient wisdom, we will excavate and explore what it means and how to heal and expand. Thank you for being here. Well, hello. It is nighttime. I am in a robe and I am holding a citrine crystal. How are we? feels like a long time since I have jumped in here and recorded a podcast. My cat is sniffing the microphone right now. Apparently, she wants to say some things. (laughs) Ah, We have Valentine's Day coming up, so we are going to dive into a topic that is very fitting for Valentine's Day. People have very strong feelings about Valentine's Day, but first, I want to tell you about a few things that have been going on in the Heal with Yarrow world. We just finished, well, we have one extra day. I added a bonus day to the Power of Honoring You Masterclass. This masterclass has lit my soul on fire. It has been such a powerful masterclass. The people in it have been so engaged and just really soaking up the material and I feel so connected to it. It is so unbelievably important for us to honor ourselves. And we don't do that. We live in this world that is traumatized and addicted and it keeps us running and rushing and avoiding and not nurturing ourselves, not connecting to ourselves, not paying attention to ourselves. And so this masterclass has really broken this down from the feminine energetics and the masculine energetics. And it's a little bit what we're gonna talk about today on this podcast. And that is just a taste of what we do in my world. My signature group healing program, The Art of Connecting, really The Art of Connecting and Expanding, is starting on February 25th. If you have been wanting to shift the way you relate to the world so that you feel safe, truly safe in your body, and one of the greatest questions that was asked during the masterclass was by one of the participants, and she asked, how do you know if you feel safe in your body? You feel safe in your body when you feel like you can expand in joy, in connection, in pleasure. When you're contracting, when you're rushing and running and fretting and numbing and contracting, you don't feel safe in your body. And so to create that safety in your body, if you're really looking to create that safety in your body so you feel safe to receive, to be seen, to expand, and to just be, And when I say to just be, I mean to feel safe and embodied in your body, in your being, to connect with yourself and others and your vision and the world. This is what we do in the Art of Connecting 90 Day Healing Program. We go through 10 modules in 90 plus days. We meet once a week on Saturdays at 10.30 a.m. Pacific for two hours. It's a small, intimate group. And we really dive in. You release addictive behaviors. You heal your nervous system. You process your trauma and your triggers. You heal your attachment wound. You tend to tiny you, your inner child. We hold her throughout the whole process because tiny you is 
just so activated. We all have activated tiny us and she's just so cute. We tend to tiny you, you excavate your gold from your shadow, connect to your intuition and your vision and feel safe to receive. So we look at the masculine and feminine energetics, how you're leading, how you're stepping into your power and how you're playing, creating and receiving. It is a full energetic vibrational transformation. So if you are interested, if you have been called to work with me at this level, it is a high touch level. We have day-to-day contact in the Slack channel. And then on Saturdays, it is intimate and it is deep and we really connect and it got, and we guide you home to you. So you feel safe to connect to your most powerful, most expansive, most connected self. So you feel safe to just be in your body and to trust yourself and to make aligned choices and create your vision for your life. If this has been calling to you, you can apply. I have left the link for the application in the show notes. Reach out if you have any questions. We will jump on a no pressure call. We start on the 25th of this month. I am so excited. This is our fifth round. This healing method that I have created is so unbelievably powerful. And the shifts I witness in my clients are just mind blowing. It is such potent healing. And as my co-coach, Kelly says, the art of connecting collapses time around healing. And that doesn't mean you feel rushed. You feel held, you feel seen, you feel heard, and you feel safe to expand. And so much healing happens in 90 plus days. It's just unbelievable. One of the attendees of the Power of Honoring You Masterclass responded to one of my stories on Instagram. She said, I have had more realizations in the past two nights and that was just two of the nights than I have in a year of therapy. And this is one of the most common pieces of feedback I receive. I often have people tell me I have healed more in the art of connecting than I have in five, 10, 20 years of therapy. So let's do this. All right, I'm gonna dive into the episode now. So on the note of Valentine's Day, My birthday is the day after Valentine's Day. So I have always loved Valentine's Day. To me, Valentine's Day is just a day of love. And we make it mean so many things. And if you're single, you often feel depressed around this time or lonely around this time. If you're in a relationship, maybe there's a lot of pressure on Valentine's Day. Maybe you, to pretend you're cool, you act like you don't give a shit about Valentine's Day. And listen, maybe you actually don't give a shit about Valentine's Day, but we literally all want to be loved and adored. Like there's not one human on this planet that does not want to be loved and adored. You might pretend you don't. You might have trauma that makes it feel not safe, but deep at your core, we all want to be in love. Like it's the most amazing feeling in the world to be in love. When you are in love, like it lights your whole soul on fire. Many of my greatest transformations and greatest creations have come out of being in love. In fact, the art of connecting was birthed in part because of a relationship I was in where I was so in love and we were both healing and it caused so much strife within our relationship. Like we were both activated. Our attachment wounds were off the charts. And because of that, I dove deep into healing my nervous system and my attachment wound. And it led me to really connect to myself, to my vision, to others. 
we are so inspired by our intimate romantic relationships. And so if you try to pretend like you don't care about Valentine's Day, maybe it's just you, it's a Hallmark, Hallmark holiday, whatever you want to say. We all fucking want to be loved and adored and cared for and, and just held and like feel that giddiness of what it is to be in love, like that joy and that excitement. And there's so much talk in the world around oh, well, if you have those butterflies, then that's actually a red flag. That's not like a good thing. There's a difference between anxiety butterflies and the ones that keep you on an addictive charge. And then just the calm knowing in your whole being that this person was made for you, at least for a moment in time, because everything is impermanent and we all know this. We pretend not to, we get so attached and we grasp on and we feel unable to allow the ebb and the flow of life. But for a moment in time, when you're in love that way, it's making me teary. I'm just gonna take a breath. When you're in love that way, it's the most beautiful feeling in the world, no matter how long it lasts. And yes, we hold on tightly and then we often suck the joy out of the connection or the relationship because our attachment wound gets activated and we can't let it breathe and then everybody feels like they're caged and trapped and they can't live we all know this feeling and this is one of the reasons why the divorce rate is so high we don't know how to be alive in this world and i was speaking about this in the power of you master class so when we're looking at valentine's day that there's a giving and a receiving element to Valentine's Day, which is really what I want to lead into, even though I could really unpack so many things I just was covering. I think we'll save love and attachment wounding for another day. A little bit heavy for Valentine's Day and my birthday. And I'm going to be 44, which is an angel number. And God knows how I am turning 44. I just don't even know. Okay. Valentine's Day the day of love so there's a giving and a receiving element to valentine's day whether you are in a relationship or not so i have always treated valentine's day like whether i'm single or i'm not single as just a day of love and i give to myself and this probably stems from my childhood because my mom just used to shower me with gifts and flowers starting valentine's day all the way through my birthday so it's conditioned within me but it's always brought me so much joy. And when I used to teach yoga, a lot of times I would teach on Valentine's Day and I would also teach on my birthday because it just was such a really beautiful way to celebrate love and celebrate me and celebrate being with people who I love because I love my students so much, just like I love my clients now. I am someone who loves deeply and fully and with my own, my whole heart. I have definitely had to learn to use discernment in the way and how I love. And this is what we're going to dive into, giving and receiving and where you are giving from and your intention behind it. So giving is a divine masculine trait or it's a masculine trait. I shouldn't say divine because it could be a wounded masculine trait of yours. Receiving is a feminine trait. So gendered, these are not gendered, masculine and feminine energies are just energies. We all have them no matter how you identify, what your gender identification is. We all have feminine and masculine energy. It's either wounded or it's divine, healed. We live in a pretty wounded society. So wounded masculine traits would be like control, um, domination, 
jealousy, wounded feminine traits would be over-apologizing, insecurity, lack of self-worth, codependency. The lists are pretty exhaustive. And you could do a quick Google search and you can find some pretty exhaustive lists. So when we're looking at the feminine and the masculine, and we're looking at giving and receiving, you want to look at your intention behind which you're giving. And this is something we were talking about in the masterclass because we tend to overgive. And when we overgive, we're doing it from a trauma response. We're not actually connected to our to to our authentic heart. We're giving from a place of potentially fear or to be nice. And when we're being nice, we're not being kind. So when you look at your nervous system and how your nervous system knows safety, maybe your nervous system knows safety by overgiving. Maybe your nervous system knows safety by feeling like you have to give and not knowing how to say your sacred no. So not knowing not knowing your own boundaries, not feeling safe to exercise your own boundaries and feeling like you have to give and just give and give and give and give and give until you're totally burnt out and you're totally exhausted and you're disconnected from yourself and you don't know where you begin and other people end. And I really want you to sit with what does it feel like when I'm giving? What's my intention behind giving? Why am I giving? You could be giving from a trauma response. So your trauma responses will cloud why you're giving. And one of the things we discussed in the power of honoring you and something that's so valuable in terms of honoring you is really looking at where are you giving your time, money, and energy? What is the energetic charge behind that giving? What's your actual intention? Are you able to connect to it? Because we have so much sneaky and subtle energy that fuels and uh, informs, excuse me, informs what we do in our lives. And giving and receiving make up so much of our life. And the intention behind those things is so key. It's essential because if your intention is off, then your giving and receiving is going to be off. You have to feel safe to create squeaky clean energy because when you have cloudy energy from unprocessed trauma and a dysregulated nervous system, it'll be difficult, if not impossible, to discern how you're giving and why you're giving. And when you create squeaky clean energy, you have to process your trauma and heal your nervous system so that you stop projecting onto your parents, partners, friends, therapist, coach, mentor, the system, the world, whatever it is. Because when you overgive, you tend to feel resentful. And when you feel resentful, you'll start to project onto others. And when you're projecting onto others, you're not taking radical accountability for your own role in your life. And one of the key ways to know if you're healing and expanding is when your heart is open and you're able to give freely without expectation and you're discerning about who you give to and how you give and what your intention is behind it. Also, who you receive from and how you receive. So looking at the giving, the giving is a masculine trait. So masculine is connected to your leadership, to your discipline, to your focus, to your giving. Mothering is actually a masculine trait. So when you are connected to taking care of others, that is actually your masculine. That nourishing is your masculine. The 
because it takes leadership. It takes discipline. It takes that focus. When you're leaning back, you're receiving. And so really looking at how are you able to receive? How able are you to receive from others? What does it feel like when you receive? How do you take compliments? Are you able to take a compliment? Do you feel contraction in your body or do you feel expansion in your body? To go back to what I said at the beginning, how you know you feel safe in your body is whether or not you contract or expand. And so when someone is giving to you, and maybe it's someone who you love, how do you respond to them? Are you able to receive their love, their affection, their attention, or do you contract? Do you have resentment towards them because you've overgiven and then you don't know how to receive because you've never received because you know safety through giving? What actually happens for you in that exchange of energy? And then what's your intention behind wanting to receive or not wanting to receive? I mean, honestly, think about how you take a compliment. And that's such a small thing. There are other things you can receive. When someone compliments you, do you, do you get small and go, oh, and like apologize? Because over apologizing is a wounded feminine trait. Or do you expand and go, thank you so much. I know I'm amazing. Or thank you so much. I know it's pretty too, whatever it is that they're saying to you. Or thank you so much. I know it's wonderful. Or do you get small? and overly and apologize or justify or give some reason. Really look at how you're receiving, how you're receiving compliments, how you're connecting to your ability to take things in and to value and honor yourself and to celebrate yourself. Oh my goodness, if we're looking at Valentine's Day as a day of celebration of love, are you able to celebrate you and how freaking unbelievably magical and amazing you are? What happens in your body around that when I say that? Because here's the thing. If you're in survival mode, which is most people on this planet, you won't be able to fully connect to nourishing presence, pleasure, and clean energy around your intention. We all have trauma to process and nervous system healing to do. And when we're looking at how we're giving and receiving energy, time, money, affection, joy, pleasure, we have to look at what's happening in my body around this. Am I able to fully be in this? This is one of the reasons people drink alcohol is because they don't feel safe to fully connect without their defenses coming down. And so when you drink alcohol, your defenses come down and then you feel like you can justify connecting, right? Have you ever been out and you got really drunk and maybe you shared something vulnerable or you had a really intimate moment with someone and then the next day you wake up and you're like, oh, I was so drunk. Were you or was that just your honest truth coming out? I really sit with that. We love to blame alcohol for things. Or have you ever gone out and gotten really drunk and gotten so overly emotional and then been like, I don't know what that was. It was the alcohol. Oh, yeah? Was it the alcohol or are you just repressing your emotions all day long? Or have you ever gotten drunk and gone out and gotten super pissed off and screamed at your partner because you have so much resentment and repressed emotion inside that you don't express and then blamed it on the alcohol? When you do not tend to your feelings and you drink and they come out, that is the truth. It's truth serum. They don't say that for no reason. It's used for that in ritual. But we abuse it in this culture because we are so unbelievably repressed, disconnected from our soul and our spirit, and unable to express our authentic 
ourselves into this world. Our hearts are closed. We are not giving from an authentic place most of the time. We are not able to receive because we don't feel safe to receive. And we are completely disconnected. I had a little bit of a fumble with my cat there for a second. Completely disconnected from ourselves, from others, from our vision, from the world. And even if you are a little bit connected to those things, are you fully allowing yourself to commit and connect to those things? And just sit with that for a second. How committed are you to you? How able are you to let your full self be seen without hiding, without running away, without avoiding shame? And oftentimes when we avoid shame, we project onto others because it doesn't feel safe to be with the shame. And your shame needs to come forward into the light. I posted on Instagram the other day and I actually said this in the masterclass also, we are drenched in shame when we could be dripping in gold. Just sit with that statement. You are apologizing for the beauty and magic of who you are all day long when your soul and your spirit and your sweet self is so magical, so beautiful, so vibrant, so alive, connect to the aliveness of who you are. We as humans are not meant to be sitting around watching fucking TV and scrolling on our phone all day long. We are meant to be alive and connected and have adventure and be out in the world and feel like vibrant and excited and connected. Alive in all capitals. To celebrate being alive, which is a miracle. Do you celebrate yourself? Do you honor yourself? Do you nourish yourself? What is your relationship with those things? What is your relationship to money? That's a huge one. There's a course I'm writing. I have a course coming for you very soon on that one. What is your relationship to money? Do you avoid it? Do you overspend it? What do you spend it on? Do you feel guilty when you buy things that make your heart sore? Do you buy a million things just to fill a void? Do you buy nothing and deprive yourself? How able are you to celebrate you with money? That's a big one. How able are you to celebrate you with what makes your heart sore? Like what lights you up? What lights you up and how do you relate to those things? Do you allow yourself to even feel lit up and excited? Do you allow yourself to connect to yourself, to commit to yourself, to be with yourself? So if we're looking at Valentine's Day, we're looking at giving and receiving, let's just take a minute and look at that with your partner. If you have a partner, how do you intend on giving to your partner on Valentine's Day? And what would you like to receive from your partner? And here's what I will suggest. Give to yourself what you want to receive. Show your partner how you want to be treated without apology. Now, if you're alone, I want you to give to yourself the way you would want a partner to give to you. How would you want to be treated by your partner? And how might you give that to yourself and connect to the energy 
of having a partner there with you, giving that to you. That is if you want a partner. Some people want to be wild and free and alone. We all want different things. And that's the thing in this world is that we all shame each other for wanting different things instead of just owning what the fuck we want. What do you want? What's like, what lights your soul on fire? And then really sit with, do I believe I can receive this? And that's feminine energetics. How connected are you to the giving and the receiving in your life and the intention behind them? Is your trauma clouding the way you give and receive? Does your nervous system feel too dysregulated for you to feel safe to rest, to play, to just be? We live in such a traumatized and addicted society. I say this all the time, but because we do, we're, connect, we're addicted to chaos, to drama, to sickness, to hustle. We feel like we can't stop and say a sacred no to ourselves. Do you say no to yourself? No, put the phone down, stop scrolling on Instagram. Turn the Netflix off. You've watched four shows already. You're going brain dead and it's sucking the joy out of your life. We become so manipulated by media and what's around us that we forget that we're alive. That our hearts are meant to be cracked wide open and our souls on fire with the aliveness that is life. And we feel so downtrodden and anxious and depressed and disconnected and sick and addicted and we're not meant to feel that way. And you have the power to shift it. You have the power to heal your nervous system and process your trauma and connect back to you and what lights your soul on fire, what makes you come alive. And a lot of that has to do with how you are giving and receiving in the world, starting with how you are giving and receiving within your own relationship with yourself. When you look at your relationship with yourself, and you look at how open-hearted you are in how you give. You're able to see where you feel neglected, where your needs aren't met, where you feel resentful, where you feel bitter or frustrated. And when you can start to tend to tiny you, hold a tiny you, and you begin to process that trauma, and when I say process the trauma, you have to untangle the ways that it has created how you relate to the world and how you relate to the world creates your life. And so when you start to release the addictive behaviors, which could literally be anything, and I've spoken about this on previous podcasts, but it could be alcohol, it could be drugs, it could be obsessing, overthinking, overexercising, overworking, judgment, criticism. It literally could be anything. It could be yoga, it could be spiritual practices, anything that could have an addictive charge. You release those, and if they're yoga and spiritual practices, we really just wanna shift the relationship to them. We release them or shift the relationship to them, to whatever the thing is, and then you start to really get in touch with who you are at your core without the web of trauma responses and defenses. And that will feel really vulnerable at first and you need holding in that process. And as you start to do that, you're able to connect to what feels authentic for me to give in each moment of my day. What is my intention behind this? Am I giving with expectation because my needs have not been met since I was six months old or even maybe in the womb? Am I giving with expectation and then am I resentful when I don't receive? 
Am I receiving with a cold, closed heart? And so then people don't want to give to me. Am I expecting to receive without giving back from an open heart? And then what's the intention behind that? What is the intention behind the way you move through your life? I had a client ask me the other day, she was saying that, you know, she's still feeling a little bit like the fight or flight kicks in when she wakes up. And I said, you know, you just want to take in every moment, keep breathing and reminding yourself that there's no fire alarm going off. And I would love for you all to do the same. Remember, there's no fire alarm going off. I mean, unless there actually is. But most of the time in our life, there is no fire alarm going off. Stop. Breathe. Smell the flowers. Connect to your heart and your soul and your spirit. Connect to your partner. Put the goddamn phone down and have sex. Pay attention to each other. Look in each other's eyes. Look in each other's eyes. Look in your own eyes. Go look in the mirror and talk to yourself like you love yourself, like you are the greatest love of your life. Some of the ways that I romance and nourish myself is I take lots of baths, long ones with CBD, long ones with candles and scents that I love, essential oils and crystals. I go on walks, I do yoga, I meditate, I chant. I connect to my body every single day in some form. I sit in an infrared sauna. I take myself on dates. I buy things that I love that feel romantic and exciting for me. I love myself deeply. And I want all of you to love yourself deeply. And when you're sacrificing yourself and you're giving from an inauthentic place because you're scared for your safety and your survival, you're not loving yourself. When you're unable to receive or you feel uncomfortable receiving, you're not loving yourself and there's some healing to do. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with this. It's just what it is. We all have healing to do in this area. And when I, the reason I wanted to talk about this around Valentine's Day is because I want to reclaim Valentine's Day as a day of love a day of connection to self, to others, to the world, to your vision, because there's nothing more beautiful than love. And love is built upon giving and receiving. And when we have an agenda, when we have expectations, we take away from the purity and the beauty of what it is to love in that way. We take away from the purity and the, and, and the beauty of what love is. And when we take away from the purity and the beauty of what love is, We suck the magic out of life because love is magical. And when John Lennon said, all we need is love, he was right. However, it's much more complicated than that because we need to learn to love from a place of true, authentic connection and compassion and not from trying to get our needs met, seeking saving, trying to be saved by someone, expectation, resentment, You know, all of these things that are not love, that we start to wrap up in love. And it all comes from an avoidance of the self. When people truly get radically honest, when you truly get radically honest and you begin to do your deep healing work, you recognize that you create everything in your life. 
And that's not to shame you. That's not to victim blame. It's just the truth of our, of energy and the quantum field and the way that we create. Everything is happening for you, not to you. When you can radically, honestly own that and begin to heal from that space, you will be amazed what will start to happen in your life. So start to get really still with yourself and look at your intention behind how you give. What's the energetic vibration behind it? What's the intention behind it? And then really look at your receiving. Are you able to receive? What do you want to receive? How, ex- how much expectation is there around that? How much entitlement? How much animosity or resentment lives there? How much jealousy and comparison lives there? Because if you're looking at a big vision and you're wanting to receive and you're filled with jealousy and comparison, that's not squeaky clean energy. You got to get your energy squeaky clean and you have to believe in you, my dear sweet human. You have to believe in you. When you're looking at relationships and you're looking at how your past relationships have gone, if you're saying to yourself, it always goes this way for me, I have said those things. You have to get so still and recognize where you are a mirror for what is happening in your relationships. What is happening for you around the giving and the receiving in your, with yourself, with your relationships, with your career, with your vision? How squeaky clean is your energy? How radically honest are you with yourself? How much trauma needs to be processed and how much of your nervous system still needs to be healed so you feel safe to be in your body and you feel safe to give with discernment and connection and intention and you feel safe to receive with an open heart. When you feel safe to give and receive in that way, you feel safe to connect to gratitude, which means you've been able to get yourself out of scarcity and survival. When you get out of scarcity and survival, which your nervous system is naturally wired for that, and I speak about this a lot, and this is what we do in my programs, is we really suss out the sneaky, subtle energy that's keeping you wound tight in scarcity and survival in ways that you may not even realize it that are keeping you disconnected from yourself and others in your vision. And you start to process that and you start to get clean with your energy and your life starts to transform magically and you feel more embodied and more able to just be in your body and be connected, deeply, deeply connected. And sometimes deeply, deeply connected means you're working a lot because you're excited and you're in in the flow and you feel it. And when you begin to lose that flow, you are able to allow yourself to rest. So there's no shame in working a lot. I work a lot. I love what I do. It's just monitoring what's happening behind your energy, where you're giving, what's actually happening behind it. Are you able to stop and rest and play and receive? These are such valuable questions I want you to ask yourself and sit with them, journal about it, connect to your body, create an evening of romance for you. If you have a partner, create an evening of romance for you and an evening of romance for you and your partner without expectation. What does your partner love and can you And answer this honestly with yourself. Can you give your partner that fully from a fully open heart without expectation? 
Are you able to give yourself what you desire without shame and guilt? Are you able to stop and connect to you and allow yourself the pleasure of just being? Are you able to connect to the the vibration and the frequency of love and to feel through all of your cells in your being deep love for your life and yourself and your world? And we will end there. So as a reminder, we are doing the Art of Connecting Next round, fifth round, starts the 25th of February. I have a couple spaces left. Apply at the link in the show notes if it calls to you. I would absolutely love to connect about doing this powerful and transformational work with you. Reach out with questions. If you feel called, share this podcast with someone who may benefit and leave a review because it absolutely helps us so much. All right. Thank you all for being here and have a beautiful Valentine's Day. If you love this episode and want to share it with the world, screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram. The more you share it, the more people receive it, the more people heal, and the more people who expand. And if you want to get notified of the next episode, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss a chapter. Thank you for healing and expanding with me. Take time to come home to yourself always. And if you have questions about deepening into this work in my world, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can DM me on Instagram. You can send me an email. You can send me a carrier pigeon if you can find one. Thank you so much again for being here. And I will see you all soon, dear ones.